0: are in the many show uh and today jan has a special topic to us what is this special topic jan?
1: hello my name is jan and i have a special topic today and it is about um what god created us to be or who are we supposed to be what are we supposed to do and uh To have a word from the Bible about this topic, or like more a story, we will read Matthew 9, 9 to 13. Yeah, can you... I will read it out to you. Jesus calls Matthew. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector's booth, Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his
2: Heart could tell a story If my life would sing a song If I have a testimony If I have anything at all
0: Hey, hey, guys. So, <laughs> now for real, welcome to The Many Show.
1: Hello guys, welcome <laughs> back.
0: Yeah, usually Manu is the computer here, the computer guy, and then today I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, and and I wasn't sure if it was working, but apparently it was, so that's good. And Yen, he was talking about, uh, about something, and he was actually reading a Bible verse, and then he'll continue his Bible verse, or start again. Wait, it's yeah. Matthew?
1: Yes, I'll just, just start from the I will beginning just start again. again so. Yeah. To bless you with more words. So, um, Jesus called Matthew. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector booth. Follow me and be my disciple, Jesus said to him. So Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Matthew invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as dinner guests, along with many tax collectors and other dis this, re- this Reputable, sinners. But when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, "Why does your teacher eat with such scum?" When Jesus heard this, he said, "Healthy people don't need a doctor; sick people do." Then he added, "Now go and learn the meaning of the, this scripture. I want you to know. Uh, I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices, for I." Have come to call out those who think they are righteous, but those who are sinners, uh, but those who know they are sinners. Sorry, guys, it's hard to read sometimes. Okay, um,
0: yeah, that's nice.
1: And the topic, like, should I talk again? What the topic is, yeah, yeah, okay. The topic uh, uh, today is, um, what are we supposed to be? Like, who are we supposed to be, and what is our like overall life? goal maybe you know like
0: yes. yeah nice I think it's uh, it's nice the way that Matthew Matthew was called and it's nice how quick it was the response and I think maybe many people know him, many people don't know what was a tax collector and stuff like this tell us Lina
3: what a tax collector was yeah like it was a guy. Were they nice? <laughs> yeah, <wordy> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, no, actually, tax collectors were really hated um, by the people at that time, because they were they were working for the Romans, and the um, Israel was like under the yeah oppression of yeah. the Romans. So people really didn't like the Romans, um, and also not the people who were working for them. And another thing is that they took money from the people, and they always took a bit more to put it in their own pocket and they were really rich and there was many reasons why the people didn't like them and they were also considered um, as sinners because they yeah, were betraying the people they got the money from and everything so they really didn't have a good reputation
0: yeah so tax collector nowadays it would be like the guy that says that he's getting money for a hospital and then he gets like half of it to his own pocket or stuff like this So people would be really mad. And, like, I'm not sure why they were Jews. Like, uh, why didn't the Romans put Romans to work in this? Um,
1: That's
3: a good question, actually. Like,
0: I I thought about it once, and then I don't know if I researched, but maybe I forgot. But, yeah, maybe later we'll have the answer for this, but it's really interesting. But, like, it's, it's like this Rome oppressing a people, like the Israelites, and... Not Israelites, the the Jews. And, like, those people that are being oppressed, some of those people, they just start being traitors, basically. They were considered traitors because they were working for the government that is oppressing them. So it's like people were seeing them not just as traitors, but also as uh, thieves, because, basically, they were stealing. They were getting more than they should. So... uh So Jesus, like a holy man and people were calling him a prophet and people were like, whoa, he's so awesome. And it must be so weird. Imagine like people are looking like, oh, that's a holy man. That's a man from God. And then this man that we call from God is actually uh, being friends with with a traitor, you know? Like everyone considered this guy a traitor and this guy a holy man and then the holy man is walking now with the traitor, so the holy man is actually a traitor as well, so Jesus is a traitor, and people were, like, really confused and probably angry at Jesus as well, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, and again, they didn't understand what was going on. Because, like, many uh, Jews, they thought that the uh, Messiah would be, like a like, a knight, you know, like a royal king who would, like, take weapons and an army and would like um fight the Romans like so like they imagine like how a king should be you know but Jesus was different
0: yeah
1: and they didn't many people were like I wouldn't say disappointed but like they were like nah
0: yeah I agree, and probably there were people that were even more than disappointed as well. Like they were mad or angry, or you know, yeah, uh, yeah. So I think we we can talk more about as soon as we come back. We we'll talk about like what did Matthew gave up and what he received. Like what was he losing, and what was he gaining back? You know, when he decided to leave everything behind. So let's listening to let's listen to a song. The longest title maybe ever (laughs) the name of the song is no one ever cared for me like jesus no one ever cared for me like jesus but it must be a really nice song because usually lina gives it gives us good ones is it a good one
3: (laughs) yeah it is (laughs) so let's
0: let's see
2: If my heart could tell a story If my life would sing a song If I have a testimony If I have anything at all No His faithful hand has held me out this way. Tell their children Let this be their memory That all my treasure was in heaven And you were everything to me No one had Jesus his faithful hand has held me all this way and when I'm old and gray and all my days are numbered on the earth let it be known in you alone my joy was found I found my joy You're still my everything. I'm still in love. You. You're still. be known In you woman, My joy was found
0: This was No One Ever Cared For Me Like Jesus by Stephanie Gratzinger. <laughs> yeah, how do they say like that. Gratzinger. I, I don't know. Yeah. But Gratzinger. Stephanie. From Stephanie.
3: Yes. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. And uh, if you just arrived here, we are talking about Matthew and how was Jesus choosing him, what happened and what he gave up. And if you don't know who we are what is this, we are in the Many Show. Manny Show is our leader because he is uh, a guy that created... He and his wife, Sana. they brought Pace here to the Fair Islands. Is, uh, so it's a mission here. So we hear that... We that are talking in the radio here. We are talking today about... Uh, we are talking about Matthew. Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> People are laughing so much here. They are happy about uh, Lina's birthday today.
1: Yes. <laughs> that's oh my why goodness. they don't stop laughing. <laughs> who's who's Lena? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. So Lina
0: is part of this organization. We are like uh, doing a mission here here. So that's why we're speaking in English as well. And we are going to the schools and we are like... Uh, influencing the kids in good principles christian values and we are also serving in like in city church and we help with uh with god stuff so basically we like want to influence people here want to influence kids in the schools and want to bless churches and yeah so that's why we are here in the radio and that's why we speak english here
1: because we are not from here
0: yeah, good job. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about uh, Matthew, and what was the question now? Why, why, what he lost when he gave up everything, and how was it?
1: Yeah, um, first of all, the topic, like if you are new, topic is we're talk, we talking about what are we supposed to do, or what are we supposed to be, what are we created for. So, And we um, read the um, story of Matthew, he was a tax collector and um, he had a life. Then Jesus came and he met Jesus and he decided to follow Jesus. Yeah, and now the question is:
3: Yeah, Jesus called him to follow him. Maybe yeah, that's Jesus, a good detail to know.
1: Yeah, or, or yeah. Or Jesus called him to follow him, but he followed Jesus in the end. And um, now we are talking about what did he lose? Maybe like what did he have to give up? And what did he yeah. receive in return? So,
0: I think that there may be two main things that I think about. That he lost. Uh, that is his possessions, because when people, we often see when someone changed their lifestyle, they were telling you, "Oh, I gave my stuff to the poor, or I gave half of my possessions, or stuff like this." And yeah. oh, I'm I'm giving back what. If I did something wrong, I'm giving back. And and yeah, probably Matthew did this. And anyways, like, he was following Jesus, so for sure he wasn't living a a life with a lot of riches anymore. Because, uh, at least not physical. (laughs) Because, like, he was following Jesus around, and Jesus was, like, uh, many times, like, walking around towns and... uh, I don't know where he was sleeping and stuff like this, but for sure he wasn't. Uh, it wasn't easy. Like it wasn't like everything coming to him.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think he just basically gave up his whole life, yeah. like his whole old life, because he gave up. He gave up his home and he gave up his position with the Romans. Like they probably thought he went crazy because yeah. he just randomly followed a guy and. Gave up all the money and everything.
0: And he, if he was hated before, maybe he got even more hated because um, people were already mad at him because he was like considered as a traitor or something. And then suddenly the guy that was a traitor now walks with Jesus and tries to be good. Like, oh Matthew, you think we forget this? You know, like I, pro- I think it probably mm. some people they were just looking yeah. at him and and being like, oh he thinks it's that easy. He would just like. Uh, Live and like we'll forget everything he his, has done so
3: yeah i think it's really helpful um i thought about the chosen that's uh for people um who don't know that's a um yeah series or like tv show about jesus and his disciples um and there what i've seen there's a lot about matthew and like how the disciples treat him and it's not everything like it's not all what is in the bible it's a lot what the authors they just imagine how it was and everything so it's not all like directly from scripture but i think it really helped me to understand that like not everything was like perfect for him just because he followed jesus people were still probably looking weird at him and like hated him even
1: more just as he said yeah like even the disciples of jesus like He was one of them, but the others, they were also like, some of them were like really mad with him because they did understand that Jesus was about like forgetting the past, like, you know, following Jesus means like having a new life and they don't even, like even they don't recognize and they were like, yeah, you stole, you know, and so I think it was pretty tough for him to also like to continue, but now... What did he receive? What, like, what was... Why... I mean, there m- must be something that made him follow, because if he would just lose, like, war, yeah. it, it would make sense. So what did he receive? What was his, like, idea of following Jesus?
0: Yeah. So, like, he was... Uh, he was already, like, believing in God, at least, you know? Like, as a Jew... But he was, uh, so like, since he was believing in God, uh, but now he was, like, actually looking at Jesus and seeing that that's, like, that's the Son of God. And so I think that what he, since he was believing in God, he had, like, inside of him this, like, this is wrong probably every day. At least that's what I really think, that he... Even though before knowing Jesus and everything, he was like uh, getting more money than he should, and but he was probably not having a peace. He was probably like really like, ah, why? Like, yeah, that's bad, and like having this bad feeling, you know. So yeah. I think that something that he got is that he got finally peace once he understood that he was forgiven. Like not just not right after he he followed Jesus, but like when he understood that that he was forgiven. I don't know. Mm. And for me, it's so nice the way that... uh, Because as you said about the the chosen, like we can see how it looked like. Because on the Bible, it's written like, Jesus went to Matthew, said, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. That's it. But then um, sometimes you just read and like, okay, Jesus called him and he went. But then if we think about it, it's like, Matthew was probably already looking at jesus for a long time and seeing jesus or hearing about him because no one could say follow me and he would follow so on the chosen we can see like uh, matthew watching jesus and seeing him and being like this and Jesus just comes to him and says follow me and then like matthew just gets up and go so i think that's really nice like how probably it was something for uh, maybe a long time happening in his heart you know
1: yeah but in the chosen it was also like you said Uh, he went to the Romans first and it was like, I want to quit my job and all this stuff. And they were like, are you crazy? You like, earn off money, you have protection, all this stuff, you know? Yeah. And uh, then he he was also like very struggling, so it wasn't like, he had to think a lot about it, I guess. But as you said, I think he knew before because Jesus was like very famous. Like, wherever he went, like people were waiting for him and people were like, um, there's Jesus coming. We have to see him. So, like, he was like, like almost like Justin Bieber, you know? Like, I don't know if you like notice videos like where the people got crazy when he was just putting up. And I think Jesus was the same, almost, like even without internet. So, this says a lot about like how popular he was. Yeah. And um, is there anything to add to this?
3: Yeah, I think it's good to like say because I think we still talked a lot about. What he all lost and how hard it was for him, but I think it's important to say that he gained like the most important thing because he gained life in Jesus and he gained a relationship to God and he gained salvation. Yeah. So, like it might have looked like or like he probably lost a lot of things, but he gained the most important things. So he he lost his old life, but he gained new life in Jesus. Mm. So I think that's really important yeah. to point out.
0: That's the most yeah. important.
1: Yes. <laughs> I think, this, but this is like summing everything up. Like, and Jesus came to him. And, like, and imagine like the one guy, like, like the guy like everyone likes, and like, uh, who is pretty famous, you know. And he comes to you and says, like, "Follow me," and you're like the outsider, you know. I like, think this must feel crazy. Yeah, it must be,
3: feel really nice, actually. Like, <laughs>
1: if, the, if this guy is coming to you, like, I want you to have my, yeah, my team, and then you are like, mm, okay. because probably
0: yeah. there were many like, people that were really, like, righteous and people that were following so many rules and, like, they were really trying to do their best Mm -hmm. and Jesus didn't call those people directly. He called some, but, like, not all. So some were, like, actually, like, being righteous, but then they get to see, like, a guy that was actually, actually, like, stealing to be called by Jesus. And so I think... This must be hard for many people. Yeah.
1: So. In this point this point actually leads us to the next question very, very nicely. The next question is like what does this teach us about like the principle that like Jesus has in choosing people? Like what, yeah. can we see like something? Like for example, I was like um we as pace, we were like in England some month ago for like a training and there was a preacher and he said that like many people are like um are like okay i can't follow jesus because i'm not perfect enough or like i have struggled and i have like i'm doing some bad stuff or like i think this is not then he said this is not the way how we are supposed to live because we will never be like perfect enough like we will never be like without sin we will never be like um yeah like healed inside that much that we are like like Jesus and we can be like on like how was it called like on one level with him. So and also uh, Matthew he just he was a sinner and he was called and he followed and he got like um healed like inside by following Jesus and not before. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah we we change because god loves us and not it's not like that god loves us because we changed yeah So yeah that's the that's real
1: yeah, So is knowing god and living with god or like living living with jesus comes before you know like because if, if we are the other way around if we have to be like perfect or if we have like um like if you have like a limited um if, for example jesus would say like okay if you sin like one day, like one time a day, you I cannot follow me, you know. So this is like this is how it works. So that, because then I think no one would fo- like would be able to follow Jesus.
3: Yeah, and I think Jesus. I mean, he chose the most random people. He chose Matthew, like a tax collector. He chose fishermen, like, and a lot of other different people. And it was, I think, probably really random for some people because people would expect that he calls like students and like people who like really studied God's word already and everything. But I think, I don't know. I think he just for some, like one of the reasons why he just chose so random people is just because he could, you know, just because everyone is called and everyone's chosen by him. But I think that's why he chose so random people to show that it's everybody who is called if they want to be called.
1: Yeah. And, this is so nice, actually, because we are also cold. I think we all are cold. So
3: yes, we are. <laughs> even if we
1: are like, if you're like working in a bank, or if you, uh, if you're a tax collector, <laughs> <out> there, <laughs> are, like, even if you work <laughs> in a bank, <laughs> <laughs> wow, oh, <yeah>. my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> or like, or like if you, I don't know, if you're police or whatever, if you, if you're a thief, like also you are cold. So
0: yeah, and I think that's really like encouraging to people that it doesn't matter where you are what you've done what you're doing now uh, god is there for you Mm and i think that's really important so if you change something god will work in you and god will change but it's not the opposite it's not because many people they think oh i'm so bad to go to god like i'm I'm a bad guy, like, I cannot, like, I prefer to be away because... But it's it's the opposite. You yeah. can only be clean, you can only feel like... Uh, yeah, you can only be clean after going to God. Like, you cannot try to, oh, I'll try to be different and then I'll start yeah. going to church or start yeah. uh, praying or I'll start getting to know God. And,
3: yeah, because uh. nobody is good enough. That's also something, even the ones that were like the yeah. Pharisees and like the, like really like holy people. They weren't they also weren't good enough. Like nobody was good enough or is good enough for God, but we are because he loves us and he calls us and that's what makes us good enough.
0: Yeah. And I, I was uh when we were talking now about how people reacted when he called Matthew, I was imagining myself, uh, in a church and then I'm like I'm doing so many right things, and I'm, like, trying to do my best, but then I look um someone that is not being called to, uh, like, a position that I wanted in church, you know? Like, oh, I want to be the pastor of this church so much, but then they go and call, like, another guy that I think is not doing so much stuff. So if I imagine myself, I see that actually I'm not that clean as well. And I think that this uh, helps other people to realize that. So people that were looking to themselves and saying like, oh, I'm so clean, I'm so pure. But then when Jesus called Matthew, they were they realized that actually they're not so pure because they are like uh, yeah. jealous. Yeah, they're jealous or they're judging him or stuff like this. So I think that this, uh, God probably used this to... to show to other people as well that we are so proud, like, we do just a bit more than we should sometimes, and then we are proud, you know, I do a bit more that I, that's this other guy, so I think I'm better than him, and God should call me, and stuff like this.
1: Yeah, and like, and it also shows, like, sometimes, uh, I think this is like, very, uh, a human thing to do, that we are, like, doing a lot of stuff just because we Think then, other people would see us like in a better light. For example, if you are in a church and you are just doing like um, the things that you are doing there just because you want other people to see it, you know, like, look, I'm such a great guy, I'm doing this and this and this, then like it's not the the right intention to do, you know. You should do it because you want to like to honor God, and then it's not important if other people see it or if other people say like thank you. Of course, it's nice if people appreciate it, you know, but still, you're not doing this because you want people to appreciate you you're doing this because you want God to um, appreciate you you know yeah and now we are playing another song
0: we are playing Lepers by Joshua Leventhal and Atmos One yes yes (laughs) Oh, ye
4: outcasts undesired Come to the man who won't look away. Oh, ye lepers, broken hearted, come to the one who can take your shame. Just come, be made clean. Just come, be made clean. to the fountain, come take the blood, come drink the water, just come and be healed by His love. Slaves and victims Come find freedom From your chains All ye peasants Widows, orphans Come find riches In his veins Just come He said ed- Just come, be set free, come to the fountain, come take Can hearted come to the one who won't look away all ye
1: slain men in your
4: crave clothes he makes dead things live again.
0: This was Lepers by Joshua Leventhal
1: Good morning, we are back. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> we oh are God. talking about Matthew and how he was called by God or by Jesus to follow him. And yeah, now I want to know from you. Do you think there's a right time to follow Jesus? Like a right like a point in your life where you are ready to follow or what do you think about this?
0: ASAP. No, there's no right time, but I think it makes sense, on the other hand, it makes sense to say that uh, the earlier, the better. Because we're not... Uh, even though there is sacrifice by our side, it's like not comparable of what we gain.
3: Yeah. And I think if you feel like you have to wait until you follow jesus that's not true is always the right time and it depends more on your heart and like on your mindset i don't know how you say that but more on your intentions and on like what's on your heart than on the time because if you feel like you want to follow jesus and maybe if you feel like oh you don't know a lot about jesus or Um, you're really new to it or maybe there's uh, things in your life that you feel like oh they're they're not good Um, it's always the right time to follow Jesus, it's always the right time to
1: come back to God um, and there's no need to wait yeah I, I thought like okay sometimes God is calling you you know God is clearly calling you somewhere or it's like it's like Lena or Daniel or Jan or whoever you have to Do this now You have to go there now So then of course This is like the Like the Of course then it's like The right time to do But Even if God is not calling you You Can Follow Jesus You know And The easiest way to recognize If God is calling you Is if you follow Jesus Because then you Are like More Like into the stuff And you See the signs easier You know you know what I mean, guys? I hope so.
0: Ish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> God, But, but uh, yeah, God is... Uh, I can't say God is... Yeah, God is calling everyone basically because he's like... His will is that every human is saved. That's what it's written in the Bible. So like, mm. everyone is called by God. So like... And I, I believe that the main thing, you know, Christian and a non-Christian, it doesn't matter who... Is uh, when we don't listen to God, it's our, it's like we are not listening. Like there's something blocking because God is always saying something. It's always showing something, and like even the nature, God is revealing Himself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah there are many ways that God, yeah, is talking.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I I meant more like if God is like, of course, God is calling us all through his like through Bible. But um I mean sometimes you just get like a personal um a personal input by God, you know?
0: Oh yeah, like
1: uh, it, it is what I mean. If God is like clearly like saying Daniel, go now.
0: Yeah, because actually some people they like even have dreams and Yeah,
1: this is what I mean. Yeah. Like if you if you have this, then it's like yeah. the and you should go, man. Yeah. You know? yeah,
3: it's just not right to wait on stuff like that because already what Daniel said, everybody's called. It says in the Bible, everybody's called. So, and I think many people they wish for, of course, that God speaks really clearly, like that, for example, with a dream or whatever. And I think everybody will like that, um, but it's it's not always that clear, maybe, or I don't know. It is clear because it says in the Bible, but. Um, we have to also look for it. You know, it's not always, we don't, we can't always just wait until God suddenly talks to you. Yeah. We always have to
1: move. Yeah, and the easiest way to hear God's voice, like for you personally, is like following Jesus and having a relationship because then you're like more looking out for this stuff and then you will see it easier. Yeah. So it will save time because God is, <laughs> sometimes calling you again if you don't listen. Again, But you could start earlier if you would like hear what God has to say to you.
0: And I'm glad that our job is just to say yes because understanding this is really hard because uh, many people discuss and try to understand like how much is us and how much is God, you know? Because like we have a part on it but God has a big part on it as well and then like it's such a, a big thing and I felt about like because we were talking a lot about, like, going to Jesus and going to God, and I thought about saying two things. One is maybe someone is, oh, I don't go to God because I don't like church or something like this, and what I want to say is that maybe one day you like church or not, but this will come naturally or whatever, because maybe a, a church is just a place that people meet to talk uh to talk about Jesus and to encourage each other and to praise God, to sing, to pray, like just, and maybe this will come natural one day, but the the point is, is not about the church, so it's not about going to church, praying or whatever, but it is in the same way that you talk to a friend, you can talk to God, like just say things and, and yeah, the most important thing is not even your words, but like what's in your heart, you know? Like if you say, oh God, I want you, but you're just saying this word because you're just saying, because someone said, oh, you should say, repeat this prayer, that doesn't have a value. But what has a value is when you understand, it, you're like, I want you, God, and you're saying it for real. So just encourage people to uh, to pray, to go to God, and like, don't let, let uh, the frustration with the church or being or not liking church or I don't like... Eh. I don't like how services are or whatever like don't let this be the the thing blocking you from going to god and another thing is uh you can also you guys can also tell about what uh what you it changed in your life but i think that the main thing in my life that changed when i when i decided to follow god is peace is knowing that Like God's with me. So it's like, and this allows me to be thankful in hard times and in good times. So if something bad is happening in my surrounding, I still can be thankful and I still can be, I'm still able to know like God is in control of it. So I think that's the main point. Because if my hope, if all my, yeah, if all my hope was like in my profession because I love my profession, this could be dangerous because somehow it can end. If all my hope is in my family, somehow the family can um, end or at least like we can lose some people in our family. If the hope is in our friend, the same thing. Uh, a friend maybe will just move to other country or maybe sadly he can just die, like it's reality. And and yeah, so like if we are hoping are in stuff like this, we cannot uh, have a complete peace. But when our hope is in God, like... So, yeah, I think that's the main thing that changed and probably you relate with that. And I don't know if you have something like another main point in your life that you see like yeah. that changed my life, like God changed this.
3: Yeah, I think I actually just thought about it today and I think for me it was like um, I always wanted, to, wanted God to do stuff for me so that I could follow him. I was like, okay, God, I need this to change in my life and I need that to happen so that I know that you're real, and so that I can follow you. But actually, at some point, I just, um, yeah, it really was a process. But at some point, I just decided okay, I'm just gonna give it a try and just be like, okay, I'm gonna follow God and I'm gonna commit my life to Him and I'm gonna say yes to Him. And like, after I took that first step, and after I, um, yeah, really like stepped out and gave God my life all these thing, things started changing, not before, but after. So often it's, we have to make a first move for God to move. Um, and that took me a long time to understand, but I can really see it looking back now.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, and like, actually this is like the next question, next point, like, almost like, what did we like, sacrifice for God? And what did we, like, what did God change for us? Mm-hmm. Like, slash, but that we, like, gain or receive. And for me, it's definitely, of course, Um I uh, was spending a lot of time, like, preparing, like, um Sunday school and, you know, like, stuff for my church and reading Bible and praying. You know, it's, like, time that you would just... You could spend otherwise, you know. And I think many people from our age, they w- would agree if, like, they play... Like, they would agree... But, like, they would agree, like, it did, like... Playing video games and it's like more fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But still, like I put my time like on other stuff, and like as well. But um, yeah, but, but again, it's like that. It, um, I was very dependent on other people's opinion for a long time, and I think it's like a huge teenager thing to look like what are other people like wearing for clothes, what are they doing, what are what are you thinking about, this and this and this. And then you're, like, adopting them, and or, like, you want to, or you're, like, happy, uh, you're sad or disappointed if you can't be like them. But for me, it did cha- this changed a lot because I um, discovered, or, like, what means discovered? Because I knew before, but it wasn't in my heart. But it, God put in my heart, like, that I'm a unique person, that I'm, like, myself, that God loves me, like, the way I am. And this is, like, the only thing that counts, like, that God sees you as a person and as, a, like, a valuable person independent from, like, what other people think about you. And so this helped a lot because then I was, like... And then, like then Because then I could put my energy... Uh, I was, like, spending on thinking about what other people think, what I should do to be like, by other people I put, like, into what can I do to do stuff for God or at least what can I do to, like do something good for myself, you know, instead of, like, trying to please others with the things I'm doing. Yes, and this was, like, a huge... Yeah. Turn huge
0: point.
1: turning point. Nice. But What did you, like, um, like, um, sacrifice for God? Like, do you have anything that, like, because it, you told already, like, what you uh received from God or what God, like, gave you, but was anything you, like, had to give or was, like, Something that you was like maybe what felt hard in the beginning maybe.
3: I think one thing for me was I was always really struggling with identity and I was always really having my focus on that. I was like, okay, I I want God to change me and I want Him to reveal like who who He made me to be and like yeah, all kinds of stuff like that, and it really um, occupied my thoughts and my heart and really my focus was on that and i at some point i really felt like, okay i need to sacrifice that i need to sacrifice that i'm so i like, caught up with that identity stuff and just like let it go just be like okay it doesn't matter it doesn't matter anymore because um that's not what i want to seek it's it's god who i should seek and who i want to seek um and actually, for for some time, I always that verse. Um, there's one verse where it says that we should deny ourselves um, and um, only see God or something like that. And that verse kept coming back to me, and I was like, okay, I really felt like that was God speaking to me. And I was like, No, I, I cannot do that. I, it's too important to me to be myself and have a um, identity and whatever. Um, but when I like really accepted it and let go of it. I got so much more free and I really can feel that God is then actually giving me identity in that in basically losing it but he gives it to me at the same time. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, yeah. it
1: makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, for, for me I think that is a bit similar with Jan. uh Caring about what people think but in my case more about um, wanting to be noticed. So... I do something nice, I want people to notice me. If I yeah, if I do something very well and people to know and come to me and tell me and stuff like this and I think that when we are less concerned about this uh, we we won't seek this, obviously. We won't go like, I'm not doing things to receive praise from people so this helps me because even if people are not Saying, oh, th- I'm so thankful, and or like even if people are not um, appreciating what I'm doing, they can. Uh, I I will still continue doing because I'm not doing uh, to receive their. I even though I'm doing for them as well, I'm not doing to receive praise. You know, so I think this is the thing that I let it go. But on the other hand, is like even you know, though it's something that helps me, it's still it's something that like uh, it is hard to sometimes not get the praise because it's so nice to get it
1: yeah but we appreciate you (laughs) good (laughs) yes so um, should we play a song and
0: yeah I think now it's yours uh, All My Tears is yours right yes yeah so it's All My Tears by Jars of Clay Mm. come on Good song, again.
1: Appreciate. <laughs> yeah. This is what the people say in Great Britain. Appreciate. Instead of things, they say appreciate.
0: Yeah, by our <laughs> experience.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, and you can like have a shortcut, like, prish, prish, like appreciate. Yeah. Thank you for the <laughs> inspiration. Yes. <laughs> I will
0: uh, I'm so inspired by your words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, guys, the main to sum up everything, you can just say instead of things and. Uh, bye no, I'm just kidding um today was a long talk, but it came to an end and what can we take home from today? I think we can take home that God is calling us all at any time to follow him and that we are always um we can never be good enough because uh we will never be like like Jesus so we can never be good enough. But it's not important to be like Jesus it is important to follow him and to try to be like him. you know this is like the important thing, and he will help us by doing this. And there's a Bible verse in Ephesians 2:10, and it says, "We are God's creation. He created us to belong to Jesus Christ. Now we can do good work. Long ago, God prepared these works for us to do." So it says we are created to follow Jesus. So,
3: amen to that.
1: <laughs> yes. So, any other um, words yeah. about this?
0: I think that there is no no reason, like no excuse or no reason. No, there's nothing that can uh, that should be able to separate us from god or not just us but like people that never heard about or never decided anything about god and people that oh i think i won't like this or i don't care or whatever like there's nothing that should be able to separate you so as we talked like if you think is i don't like church or i i don't like some christian people hurt me or uh uh, why does god allows evil and like some questions like this uh nothing should separate us from god so like really try to to connect with god in a simple way in in an honest way so if you don't like to go to church like at least pray like just talk to god and just try just be open and i think that's that's what i wanted to say like just be open nothing can separate like god called the guy that was stealing, God called the guy that... Uh, fishermen's like simple people, God, God always called uh, many people. And many people that did bad stuff, many people that uh, had b- a bad intention in their hearts. So nothing should separate you. So don't let any of these things separate you from... From being connected to God.
1: Yes. Lena, your last word to this show.
0: Or prayer. I think you
3: said everything.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I know what's your last words. Oh yeah. Not last words forever, but for this program, <laughs> oh <my goodness>.
1: okay?
0: <laughs> yes. Appreciate.
1: Um, Lena's last words while being 20 on the radio. Wow. That's amazing.
3: <laughs> no, um that's Out of topic now, Um, but we thought we would make some advertisement for an event that's coming up in City Church and it's for all the women out there um, because it's a women's conference, it's called Empower and it's going to take place in City Church from the 19th to the 20th uh, of May, so it's coming up really soon and I've never been part of it but I heard many great things about it and I'm really excited to be part of it. So, yeah, just be encouraged. If you're thinking about coming, just go for it. Just sign up on yeah. City Church. Um, yeah, the website of City Church. I think it's citychurch.fo. And there you find it. Um, yeah, because it's going to be really inspiring. It's going to be a great time. So
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. So, it's Empower 19 <laughs> <19th laughs> to 20. Yeah, we will serve there. Yeah. But the conference is for women. So, a Women Conference, 19th to 20th of May. So next week, and yeah, see you there in City Church. See you around.